do not give. Do not give of your money or your time like Ananias and Sapphira. You know Ananias and Sapphira, right? You remember them, don't you? They went to the Jerusalem church. They were part of a multitude of those who believed. Acts chapter 4 verse 32. They were part of those who believed and and were of one heart and one soul. During the beginning of the church, the Christians gave. An example that, in later commands, that we follow even today. Those in the church, as you see, lacked for nothing. Acts chapter 4, verse 34. They they lacked for, for nothing. Those of one heart and one soul sold houses and lands and brought the apostles, the proceeds, who distributed to those who had needs. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira, his wife, sold a possession. This was a possession that they both knew about. This was a possession that the husband didn't sell behind his wife's back. Everyone around them was of one heart, as we saw, and one soul. Everyone around them was was selling stuff and, and giving it away. I'm sure the atmosphere was electric. Can you imagine? Can you imagine the joy on the faces of those in the, in the early church who had just been saved? Can you imagine the relief on the faces of those who, who thought they had nothing and were given what they needed? I'm sure that it was infectious. It must have been. Because Ananias, he wanted to give too. And Sapphira, she wanted to give too. But do not give like Ananias and Sapphira. Verse 2. And he kept back part of the proceeds. His wife also, being aware of it, and brought a certain part, and laid it at the apostles' feet. Everyone else had been selling stuff and laying it at the the apostles' feet. Ananias, he, he followed the outward form that everyone else did, but he just followed the outward form. Do not give like this. Do not give like that. What goes through your mind when the, when the plate is passed around? That's our outward form. 
the passing of the plate? What is in your heart when the plate is passed? Don't don't lose what happens next. Don't lose it, church. Verse 3. But Peter said, Ananias, why has Satan filled your heart to lie to the Holy Spirit and keep back part of the price of the land for yourself? Notice, Satan filling your heart is something that you allow. Verse 4, Ananias conceived this. He thought this up in his own heart. This is something that he, he wanted to do. Do not give like this. You made your money this week. If you can't give it with a right heart, just keep it. Because you don't lie to me. You don't lie to the elders. You you, you lie to God. Verse 5. Ananias lost his life over this lie. So did his wife Sapphira. If you look down in verse 10. After she backed up the lie that her husband told. You know, husbands and wives are supposed to be one. They're supposed to be on the same page, but husbands and wives are not to be on the wrong page together. Ananias and Sapphira, they were on the same page, but it was, on, it was the wrong page. Do not give like this. And notice at the death of Ananias, verse 5, and if you look down at Sapphira and her death, verse 11, great fear came upon all the church and upon those who heard these things. You know, discipline makes a statement. Discipline works in the church. These 2,000 years later, I'm still warning you to not give like Ananias and Sapphira. 2,000 years later, I'm still telling you about this. Discipline works. Do not give like Ananias and Sapphira. Don't allow Satan to fill your heart so that you lie to God and suffer the consequences. Do not give if your attitude is wrong. Your attitude about giving directly reflects your relationship with the church. It directly reflects your, your relationship with the elders. Your attitude about giving directly affects your relationship with your spouse. It directly affects your relationship with your family. It, it affects your relationship with yourself. It, it affects your relationship with God. Your attitude about giving will affect your whole attitude and you will be affected by the effects. We are told in the Bible that all things are God's. 
1 Corinthians 10, verse 26, that life itself is from God. James chapter 4, verses 14 through 15, that it's more blessed to give than to receive. Acts chapter 20, verse 25. We are commanded to give regularly. 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 1. To give as we've prospered. Verse 2, to give liberally, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 6, cheerfully, verse 7. And because giving glorifies God, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 13. We're told to give, we're commanded to give, and your attitude about giving is directly reflected by your attitude about God's Word. What you think about God's Word is what you think about giving. And what you think about giving is what you think about God's Word. Do not give if your attitude is wrong. I mean, do you live your life this way? I don't care what the speed limit is. I don't care that the speed limit is 55. I'm going to do 80. I don't care what the boss says. I'm going to do my own thing whether he fires me or not. I don't care what my parents say. They don't know me. I don't care if I pay my bills or not. Let them come take my stuff. Let them come and get it. You know, I've heard of a woman one time who filled out a, a, a charge card application. It was sent in and it was sent back approved and she charged up a bunch of money with no intention of ever paying it back. They called her and said, Miss so-and-so, you know you owe such and such. She said, I know. That was her answer to the debt collector. I know. She had no intention. Her attitude. Do you live your life that way? Do you live your life that way? Do you live your life the same way that you give? I don't care how much I give or even that I do give. What are they going to do to me? I'll give when I'm good and ready to give. Do not give like that. Do not give when your attitude is wrong. Do not give when you want to. Giving is a paradox. Giving involves none of you, and giving involves all of you. Giving is not about you. It's about God. It's about others. But it's you who must give. A Christian should give because God loved us so much. John 3.16, that He gave His only begotten Son. The golden rule, Matthew 7, verse 12, of treating others as as we would like to be treated, demands that we give. It demands it. The early church in Acts chapter 4 sets the example that we must follow and ask yourself when you give, is God pleased with my efforts? Is Is God pleased with the way I gave this morning? Is He pleased with me? If the answer is no, well, don't lie to him. (laughs) Don't lie to him. To know you need to do something but not do it, that's a sin. Is that the way you work all aspects of your life? I know I need to put gas in the car, but I just don't want to. I know I need to brush my teeth, but I think I'll just brush this one. 
I know I need to buy groceries. Well, that's a bad analogy. Nobody likes to go to the grocery store, do we? I know I need to pay the water bill. I'll just wait till they cut it off first. I know. I know I need to be faithful and give every week, every first day of the week, liberally as I've prospered, cheerfully because it glorifies God. I know I need to, but, 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 but what? But what? Whatever comes out of your heart, whatever comes out of your mind, whatever comes out of your mouth next is wrong. It's the wrong answer. Do not give like that. Do not give to be a better Christian. Be a better Christian and give. This backwards living was a real problem for Ananias and Sapphira. They thought giving was needed, but their lie to God showed their true keeping up with the Joneses mentality to be seen of men their attitude was wrong and they gave what they wanted and how they wanted and when they wanted and they ended up giving their lives for a lost cause that lost cause was themselves they died lost do not give like this instead Second Peter chapter 1 verse 5, add to your faith goodness. Acts chapter 4 verse 32, be of one heart and one soul. Be a Christian created in Christ Jesus for good works. Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10, Christians obey, Christians give. Jesus said, if you love me, keep my commandments. John chapter 14 verse 15. And we love him because he first loved us. 1 John chapter 4 verse 19. So we give as we have prospered. And our obedience tests the sincerity of our love. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verse 8. God loved and gave. Romans chapter 5, verse 8. He demonstrates, it says, His own love toward us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. And because God gave so much, 2 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 8, it must be why God loves a cheerful giver. If you had given as much as God had and somebody gives the way you do, would God be pleased? God is able to make, it says, all grace abound toward you that you always having sufficiency in all things may have an abundance for every good work, the good work you were created for in Christ Jesus to obtain this abundant grace given by God. To obtain this abundant grace given by God, you must be in Christ. And the only way into Christ is Galatians chapter 3, verse 27, is to be baptized into Jesus Christ. So do not give up. Do not give up on becoming a Christian, on being a Christian. Do so right now as together we stand and sing.